You're listening to Always Open number 93. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Hey guys, if you love Always Open and me and Mariel, which I hope you do, and if you're in town in Austin on March 15th for South by Southwest, we're going to be hosting an awesome event with Bumble. Let me tell you about it. Uh, we have an event with Bumble called the Bumble Hive. It's at Joe's Coffee on 242 West 2nd Street on March 15th. For women in gaming, there's conversations and live gameplay. It's from 3 to 6.30 p.m. We'll have a live episode of Always Open, as well as a women in gaming panel and a special rendition of Game Time with Ashley and Bernie. So come check it out. It's open to the public. You don't have to have a badge or any tickets. Uh, get free coffee when you show your Bumble app as well. So we hope to see you there. When you die, because you will, uh, Thank you. <laughs> those who are still living, their lives will go on. They'll be fine. <laughs> Ultimately. And that's what you needed to hear, Barbara. Well, that's a good, that's theme a good song. theme song. Is that is new? It? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even that's know it. No. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new season of Always Open. We missed you so much. We have a brand new theme song, as you just heard. We have a new set, and we have uh, not a new Barbara. I'm Barbara Dunkelman. But we have some new guests with us who have never been on the show before who are internet royalty. Ooh. Some of my some favorite say, creators Some might say... Internet daddies? Internet oh. daddies. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Internet daddies. <laughs> who, who we got with us? Me, I'm Link. <laughs> <laughs> and two, my And Ryan. me, I'm Rhett. <laughs> Together, we're Rhett and Link. We have a channel called Good Mythical Good Morning. Morning. Wow, you I got in right on off that. the bat. Yeah, yeah. Love the new theme song. Love the new set. <laughs> it's very um, diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very is, like is that what you were going for? Sunshine yes. Diner. Good. Sunshine Diner. <laughs> right. It's a great place to just just very nervous. Spill your emotions. <laughs> just spill them. Yep, that's what we do. Spill. Why are you nervous? Because I always have to follow up the guests. It's and true. And it's a bad spot to be in. You about to introduce yourself? Oh yeah. I have to introduce do, myself. Do Sorry. Hey. I'm back. <laughs> it's me. Uh, your friendly uh, mythical Mariel. Mythical. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good little mythical tie in there. Yeah, Mariel. That works well. Yeah. I like that one. Oh. I feel like we should all be mythical today. Yeah. Okay. Mythical, well, you guys are mythical. mythical Make your Barbara. day mythical. Centarbara. Uh, yep. um, <laughs> I, uh, I emailed. Oh, oh we're going that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I emailed our equipment director um, because we shot some stuff with you guys earlier today. So I was making sure we had the proper equipment to it uh, for it. And I said, hey, guys. Or I said, hey, Hector, we're going to have um, the guys from Good Mythical Morning on. Um, can I get this equipment? And he said, I thought that's how you were greeting me. He was like, I thought you were just saying, Good Mythical Morning, <laughs> get me this list of equipment. And I was like, Yes, also that, but can you, <laughs> this is the name of the, the show. And how did he to respond know. to that? Was that a good thing, or was he, did he feel threatened? No, he liked it. He, he's like, oh, well, good, good mythical morning to you, too. You realize <laughs> that you have to greet him like that oh, yeah, every, every time from now on. Time. Middle of the night. Good mythical morning. I like to know that that's going to be happening permanently here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all yeah. because of you guys. That was the stipulation oh, yeah. in the contract. Yep. 
uh, an appearance on this podcast means that everyone at Rooster Teeth Net from now on has to say good mythical morning yeah, it was like, when they come in the building. Just I hear people whispering, just remember, always greet them with good mythical. Also, don't make direct eye contact. <laughs> That's right. We already have that rule in place. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be weirded out when they only speak by holding up one hand on the side of their face. You know, I've done this so often before do. when I tell secrets like that. I do the wrong thing where if I'm telling you a secret, I'll be like You'll this. You'll do it like this? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no. Ah. Well, my you gotta mom, form a complete tunnel if you don't know what's up. Okay. Form oh, a no, 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 please. <laughs> my mom has a tendency to tell, to lean over in all kinds of social situations and tell you something that's not a secret but make it seem like a secret. <laughs> She'd be like, "I like your shirt." <laughs> it's like, I'm like, "Mom, you look like you're gossiping and you're just complimenting me." But yeah. if it is a compliment every time, I would, I would love that. Give me a secret compliment. No, it'd be something like. Where do you want to go to lunch after after this? I'm like, mom, just Maybe ask. Maybe she's I mean, ashamed just, of hanging out with you. Over. <laughs> she doesn't want people like, what is yeah. the deal? Maybe she's ashamed of you. <laughs> it <laughs> makes you feel important. Thanks for making me think of it that way. <laughs> when I get whispered too, I feel very important. Oh, cool. Like that's that's the thing. Like that's my love language, being whispered to. Oh yeah. Have you ever had love ASMR? Oh, I'm um, probably, I love ASMR. Maybe. Have you guys ever done ASMR on this show? No. Yeah, we do no, have a we head we could use. You'd increase your viewers. Would or we? decrease significantly. Well, you'd, you'd get no. You'd you'd get a new demo. <laughs> <laughs> get a whole new demo. Right, we're just gonna take this shot. There's a little piece of shit floating in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, does this happen now? It does. Right, so well, that's a, how we start up the show. You've got branded shot glasses. Mm -hmm. We do available yeah. in the Rishi store. Are, are those new as well? Unfortunately, they're not. No. Actually, are they still in the store? I, I think this is the first piece of merchandise that we had. We did. In the show. It only took us. Three seasons. Together. So uh, this is a shot submitted by Noah M, and it's called the Tootsie Roll, and it's got uh, chocolate vodka, amaretto liqueur. <laughs> I can never say this word. Liqueur. 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 Just say and uh, a splash of chocolate syrup, which has solidified at the bottom of the glass, yeah. and it looks like a tiny little piece of shit. It yeah, yeah. it's like a worm. It's like yeah. a tur it's like a turd from a worm. It actually looks like the little. It's like if you ate a worm and then made it into that a turd. My son feeds his snake. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It looks very fetal-like. Which I've made. Oh God! I know. Uh, yeah. And listen, that. he got that. a snake, and he and there's a whole bag full of frozen mice in the in the in the freezer now. And I was like, boy, you got to learn how to touch these mice. Oh. If this is your snake, you got to learn how to touch them. Is this your? This your, is my son. Your, oh wow. This is my boy. He's got to touch them dead mice. <laughs> Stop talking about dead mice. It's not a good look for our brand. <laughs> Hey, but I'm gonna have to tunnel talk you. You want me to have a vegan snake? Hey, get in the tunnel. You want me to have a vegan snake? I want you to shut up. You can't have vegan snakes. Well, you can't you have to feed a, a snake this a bean. Shot. Cheers, guys. We're doing this together, whether we like it or not. Cheers. Thanks for being on the show. Let me see you. That. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> the turd lives on. The turd abides. I think you gotta, gotta stick, you gotta stick your tongue in there. <laughs> hey, hey, do I need to get in the tunnel again? <laughs> do not stick your tongue down on the worm. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh, you know what's gonna be great to chase that with? Oh, coffee. Coffee. It's actually. That's a pretty nice. That's yeah. pretty bad. What are we good in the coffee? Uh, we've had some pretty pretty terrible shots. We we've did had one, some really yeah. great shots. We did one a while back um, that. I don't know. We all loved, and we had our friend Jessica Negri on the show. Love her. One of one of my favorite people in the world. And for some reason, she was like appalled by it. It's like, almost like she had an allergic reaction to it. Yeah, she was just like, <laughs> and we're all like, mmm, tasty. 
Yeah, we, yeah it, it, it takes a lot to make me do that. It just happens every single day on our show somehow. I don't... You guys eat a lot of gross stuff. Yeah. It says Internet Daddy's behind your head. Sure does. What? Are you serious? Yeah, I just saw it on camera. That's part of our new set. We got a chalkboard where we uh, put okay. all the subjects. I think that's permanent. Who who did that? Who's got that kind of pensmanship? Um, me and Meryl. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You don't believe us? Chalksmanship. We actually have a, a designer in our design team uh, named John Benson, who is a master typography. And he actually came and did that he for was, us today. He like, reached out to us and he was like, hey, if you ever want me to do the board, and we said, yes, please. And then he yeah. came and did this in like, 30 minutes, Something 45 like minutes? That, yeah. John Benson, I need him to make me some signs. I think he should be here instead of us. I Good would one. agree. I, I want to hear you know, John Benson, come on <laughs> out. Come on out. <laughs> <laughs> you would agree. Uh, please say. That was not the correct response, by the way. Miss Pro-host. I don't want you here. My method my is to just hurt. shit on the people, especially okay, if they're yeah. sitting right next to me. I have power trip. I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> All right, well, let's start off with a little segment we call Cupidity. So uh -oh. what we've done for this is uh, we've taken questions from the popular dating site, OkCupid. Okay, that still um, exists? Mm -hmm. It does, and so when you're creating your dating profile, it takes you through all these questions that you have to answer okay. while you're creating your profile. Oh. And so we've just gathered a bunch of them, and we're going to ask them to you one by one. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And we do have a timer, just to kind of make oh, you go God. a little I'm really quicker. bad at these oh, rapid-fire no. questions. I, think I don't I think, think anyone is... knock it out of the park. No one's bad or uh, good at this, really. Okay. But right. you, you, We're so Southern, we can't go but fast. But you know what? I'm great at filling out dating profiles as a man who's been married for 18 years there you go and got and, and got engaged before online dating was not just weird yeah <laughs> I, I am I'm really good at this perfect all right you're yeah. the perfect contestant for this all right link would you like to go first no perfect we're good to go yeah all right and go have you ever quit a job without giving at least a week's notice um no on a daily basis do you spend a lot of time trying to make yourself look good Oh, yes. Does the idea of flipping a coin to make an important life decision appeal to you? Yes. <laughs> Do you consider yourself photogenic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever taken free furniture somebody else left at the side of the road for use in your home? Um, I can't remember, but I'm sure I have. Okay. I, there's no shame in that. Mm -mm. Did you wash it first? I'm not feeling shame. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm pretty just, sure we did do that at some point in college. I mean, isn't that what gets you into college? Yeah. Stealing? Or taking, I guess it's not was stealing a, if it's Was not. that Bell a right answer? That, yes. <laughs> I only yeah. got one you right You got yes. one yes. right, and it was actually while she okay, was good. asking a question. Yeah. <laughs> so the only so thing I that was happened right. was <laughs> Barbara asked a question. Uh, so now, it's just our, our useless timer that we have. Yeah, okay. we, we keep it, we keep no, it for I like it. I like the added honestly. pressure. Yeah. Also, I like the fact that they're just yes or no questions. That's Most yeah. There's some. There's some that get oh, real gosh. weird. All right. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, you don't, you don't have that cousin question. Yeah, the cousin question comes up. You don't want to know. You probably so you're going to answer for me, because I was answering for you. No, that's not what I understood. Oh. <laughs> so I'll answer for me. All right, Rhett, would you like to go next? Yes. You is that the first question? Yep. Yes. Yes. You passed. All right, and go. Would you rather live right. in a big city or a small town? Big city, boy. Do you dream of traveling the world, or are you happy where you are? Oh, I want to travel. Mm. Do you have faith in humanity? No. <laughs> would you do something outrageous, stupid, or adventurous simply because it would make a good story to tell later? Yeah, that's pretty much my life. Know that game. Do you feel a need to own the most up-to-date electronic gadgets? Yes. Perfect timing. Look at that. Can't you tell by my 2012 Apple? 
Did that really come out in 2012? Uh, I don't know. When, I mean, this isn't, the, it's not the most recent one. You got the most recent no, one? No, I got the series one. I'm, I'm oh, old school. Well, at least know. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my watch in my pocket because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sponsor. <laughs> I'm waiting for a sponsor to throw it on the wrist. You should. Y'all need to get up with the program. There's a lot of watch sponsors out there. Um, so, yeah. Big City Boys, both of you? You guys are in L.A. We grew up in a small town, then moved to a big city. And uh, you know what? My personal opinion is that it's best to grow up in a small town and then be an adult in a big city. Yes. I think, that, I think that's, of course, we're raising our children in Los Angeles and they're going to be reprobates. But I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't have any choice about that. What's wrong with the opposite? Starting in a big city and going to a small town? That is the opposite. <laughs> Uh, I think that you are, you've become too dependent on the conveniences. Like, think about being out like there asphalt. in a cabin somewhere and then like looking at your Postmates app. Every time I look down, I'm on asphalt. Yeah, it's so convenient. But I do think, I mean, I do a think a helicopter could land anywhere. You do need Can't to kind of that you need pass. to switch it up. You don't need to be in one place all your life. Agreed. Yeah, and I don't Everglades? think you should be. You ever tried to land a helicopter in the Everglades? Can't say I have. Yeah, well, actually, don't. Yeah. Have you? Nope. <laughs> well, you turn a fan boat sideways, and it technically is a helicopter. Ooh, I actually think more um, forward. I actually think I, I'd prefer to be raised in a big town, because you get. But not a big city, just a big town. <laughs> <laughs> a big city, because you get exposure to more types of people, more cultures. That's true. And I think that's really important for people growing up. I think it's exposure. important to grow up close-minded and then have it open as an adult. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You have this bitter phase that. A lot can come from that. It's good. Yeah. It's good to have that happen in adulthood because it feels like a second puberty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had the same. And if experience. I need anything, it's yeah. more pubes. Meryl grew up. <laughs> I grew up on a dairy farm. Yeah. Is that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Milk the cows. Did you ever milk the cow directly into your mouth? A hundred percent every time. Yeah. We, every like, time. We've, we've both done that. Uh, why do you think I'm so tall? Yeah, we're not trying to make this about us though. Tell us more about your dairy farm. Well, hold on, but that's why you asked the question. It is, but then I felt sorry for myself for seeming like like I'm glomming on to the attention. Um, was this a like a professional dairy farm? Like uh, it's about four thousand head cows. What? I don't yeah. know what that means. Four thousand head. Every cow has a head. Every cow has a head. So that's a great way to count them. There are, about, sometimes they're born with two. What about sixteen thousand three hundred udders? Yep. Oh my God. Hold that's on. utterly. You're saying insane. that every 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 eight thousand cow, cow has, has a fifth a, udder. <laughs> and I did the math. Uh, Whoa. Yep. Okay, I, still, I, I didn't realize that. you guys were smart. So, <laughs> so you do it. I mean, you have, it's a factory. I mean, you're not sitting there squish, 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 squish. Uh, we had a carousel. It was like a little merry-go-round for cows. They hop on, they go a little trip for like two rounds, and then they hop off. Yeah, but you you put that thing yeah. on it, and it does it itself. Could we get a sound bite of that? Noogie doogie. Noogie 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 noogie. Yep. Oh, that's unpleasant. We'll incorporate that into our next theme song that we do. Mm. Okay. That'll be perfect. New one every episode. I didn't realize yep. you had 4,000 cows. 4,000, yeah. Not anymore. So you don't uh, want to go. People you now. don't want to go back to the dairy farm. No, I go and visit. Uh, my parents, they they sold the farm. They don't do farming anymore. They, uh, they Is that a euphemism for something? No, they sold they're the out of the farming. <laughs> game. They're out of the farming game. <laughs> they now make meth. Yeah, they're into making meth. No, uh, like how's their teeth? Coffee. They do coffee now. Oh, really? How's so their brown. Teeth? Brown. Yep. But on the same property? No. They moved into town. Right. You can't do cows where you do coffee. Mm -mm. There's no one out there. I think it's, it's sacrilegious. I mean, you'll have all the creamer you ever need. That's true. So, mm. Chew on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Meryl, you're up next. I'm not ready. And...
a go. Does the idea of being attractive enough to manipulate people appeal to you? Oh, of course. <laughs> when you are alone, how often do your own actions make you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Pretty one. often. I spend a lot of time alone. Uh, would you like to serve as a juror for, in a murder trial? A hundred percent, yes. Um, <laughs> Me too. How ticklish are you? Pretty ticklish, yes. Would you develop a new hobby slash cultivate a new interest just to have something in common with your partner? Possibly. Yeah. Oh. We need a yes or no. Yes. Okay. We should get a buzzer also for the Darn. end of that, just every now and then to yeah. mess someone just, up. We should just give it to Peyton. He can just. Yeah. Whenever he. Feels don't please like don't it. do it for me. So at this point, people start dating us on the internet. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happens then. So, so you. So the way this works is you answer all these questions. Some AI figures out <coughs> who's compatible. Mm -hmm. And is the AI based on compatibility or is it based on opposites attract? I think like, what's Christian, the, you filled out all of What's the latest you know? dating situation? It, he just gave us a thumbs up. Compatibility? Uh, so you answer the questions, and then you rank like what answers you like, and then it will match you based on other Oh, interesting. Uh, see, I just don't think that, I don't think people are, have that much insight about themselves and other people to make decisions about what they're going to like based on answers to that question. I, I think we need to submit the answers to AI. It's like that Black Mirror episode, basically. Yeah. And that's how you figure out who you're compatible with, because it also changes over time. It, they say that you, you get with somebody who is, opposites attract when you're younger, but when you get older, you want somebody who's much, much like you. How long have you been married? Uh, 18 years. And What's you your wife say about you, this? You, you, no, you become more like each other. That's how you, you, you adopt hobbies that you don't like because right. you want to stay you together. You start to look the same, too. Yeah, that's, that is a scientifically proven fact. I know you start to dress alike. Does that happen to you guys and your significant others? Um, yes. There was one day when uh, we, were, we were wearing the same outfit. We were literally in the same outfit. Oh, wow. Like, Pretty kinky. Like both. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that happens over time. People start dressed like each other. I don't know about looking like each no, other. No, they people do. My that. wife and I wear diapers on the weekend. And no, nothing else. Okay. <laughs> well, that yeah, it's pretty easy to match. When it's like extreme Netflix and chill. Mm. And you're <laughs> diapering up. You just don't move from the couch. Right. <laughs> you're good to go. You never yeah. Do you also have one of those like helmets with the straws and the beers here? What is it? Beer helmet. Oh, the the uh, beer muffs. Beer yeah. beer goggles. No. The beer helmet. Why can't Eric, I Eric, what are those called? Beer helmet. Yeah, you're beer helmets, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that the name for it? Beer hat? I think beer helmet. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess that's the important Did you ever, um, oh, you were talking about compa compa compatibility. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. times in fifth grade, uh, we had a cisgender <laughs> <laughs> uh, We, I remember they sold us compatibility tests in the fifth grade, and you would fill out like a little bubble sheet, and then they would tell you like, who you were compatible in with. In fifth grade? In fifth grade, you got, your, you got a friends list and then you got a, like, a dating list. Hold on, people in your class? Yes. Was this curriculum? It was West Texas, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> you try to, then what, did you, what, did, what was the application? Um, I mean, you, you, you did what you wanted, wanted with the information. It was just like for funsies? Yeah, it was fun, but you had to pay to do it. And I remember it being oh, like a fun You had to pay. It was a student council raising funds and they said, we're gonna oh, do a compatibility gosh. for these 11 year olds. Oh, that's... I, actually think I fucking did that. <laughs> Probably. Not in the fifth grade, though. I think in, like, the tenth grade. Oh. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, but in, who's making these decisions? Who's, West like, Texas, pairing people up? Not the out. principal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm right. paying a school organization to aid and abet in the hooking up of the <laughs> students seems very right to me. <laughs> yep. Mm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Mary. I'm not, I'm not is this an to. ethics show? It, is. <laughs> it sometimes is. Is this a test? Okay, they're passing the, they're passing well, the I, yellow paper. I like to play too. Oh, such a fun it's your turn. Yes. We haven't even gotten to you yet. No, yeah. All right. Let's give everyone else the question. We're ready? Go. In a serious relationship, do you feel it's important to keep your significant other informed of the details of your day-to-day -day life? More or less. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. Liar. In the line, wherefore art thou Romeo, what does wherefore mean? Where, why, how, or who cares? Why? Mm, you're wrong, it's why. Would you pick up a hitchhiker? No, absolutely not. In high school, were you one of the cool kids? No, absolutely not. What do you, we have the timer, but we never pay attention to it. What do you regret more, the mistakes you've made or the chances you haven't taken? Neither. Um, you lived a pretty good life. I feel like, okay, what'd you feel? in the last couple of years especially, um, I've found that I've said yes to everything. Like anytime I'm presented with an opportunity, no matter how much anxiety I have about it, I always say yes to it. Mm. What about that hitchhiker though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got me there. <laughs> yes to anything that uh, is safe for me. Yeah, okay. Does it put me in danger? Yeah. Uh, I pitched up, I picked up a hitchhiker once, but well, is it, does it count if your neighbor needs a ride to go get drugs, but you don't know you're taking him to get drugs and it's a winter storm and it's ice on the road and you shouldn't be out and you're only 16 and you're just trying to be nice and when you show up at the place it's like he goes in and he comes out with drugs and then you're like I don't know if we can get back home because there's so much ice on the road we're gonna just have to park here like we're gonna end up in a ditch and it's just gonna be me you and your drugs yeah no that's not I don't think that's hitchhiking. that's not hitchhiking that's an accessory to a crime yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> Some oh. new ginger ale. <laughs> wow, this is happening. I was wondering why you kept asking, what else do you want to drink? Because oh, it happens. We have yeah. a full bar yes. Yeah, I'm done with this. So what would you care for? Uh, I'll just take a... Um, a you want another one of those shots? I'll take a seltzer. Seltzer? All right, we can do that. You still good? Perfect. I'm good right now. All right, all right. Thank I'll you. Thank you, Texas. No worries. Thank you. That's how it works. He does it all. Mm -hmm. It's true. One really stop shop. Great he's, service. He's a man of many talents. I'm gonna he gave me up. a facial the other day. Can you believe? I'm going to leave like really? a five-star yeah. review. Yep, please do. Of please. your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on Yelp, though. Oh, we're not Is on Is it Yelp. on Yelp? We should we're be on, on Yelp page. Your podcast should be on Yelp. We should. It would be fun. Let's, uh, let's start it before this airs. Okay. okay. Oh, so go rate us five stars on Yelp. Yeah. Because we're already up. This is going good so far, huh? Yeah. Is it? Are you enjoying <laughs> yourself? Huh? You think? Every like. I just like to assess things. Every Out loud. minutes, could you tell yeah, me if it's going yeah. okay? Whenever I see so a mirror or a good friend, so I'm always like, this is going good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Think it out loud again, huh? <laughs> I'm doing a good job. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is going okay, great. So I think here's the goal. Too. Barbara, when she gets to laughing a lot, she starts crying. Oh, so I'd like true. to see her cry. Oh, that's good. I, I cry. cry. The right. first first level is snort, which I've already hit. Uh -huh. Okay, okay. Um, second level is cry. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, before we move on. At what point do you squeal like a pig? <laughs> uh, that's reserved for me and my boyfriend. Oh, oh. okay. Gross. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it's gonna uh, is this an Uber ride? <laughs> <laughs> It's a Yelp review. Now. Oh. You've already put in your review. You can't change it. No, you can edit them now. Can you really? You can do an update. Sometimes oh, I leave a bad review and then I go back and it's better. I'm like, you know, I'd like to take back everything that I said. Mm. Is it after the manager I've contacts actually you? I've never, and I've only left one Yelp review. It was for a seafood restaurant in North Carolina that had no windows. 
<laughs> That's not it, a strip club. Was it, <laughs> was it a positive review or negative? No, it was very negative. <laughs> I said something like, if you like the idea of eating seafood and feeling like you're trapped below deck, or something like that, <laughs> you're trying the, to be <laughs> no, no, a, I was being serious because we were. I, I, I took like the that, whole yeah. family and I'm like, let's eat some just. It, you know what? It, we're in North Carolina. Let's just eat some good old redneck fried seafood. You know what I'm saying? Is it because they want to keep you in there for as long as possible and not let you know what time of day it is? I just yeah. think it was bad the design. Casino? The sun hasn't come up yet. Mm. And uh, anyway, the, guy, the owner responded to my review. Mm -hmm. oh. Ouch. Very upset. So I never touched Yelp again. I mean, did he can't, how would he respond? Because he can't fix it for you. You can't carve someone you can, in there. You can. You can put it. It's not underwater. Oh. You just add a window. Your review had oh. me convinced it was underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a yacht. Yeah. Get a, a uh, sawzall. Cut a window in. Cut just by yourself. Doggy door at least, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Every restaurant needs to have a doggy door. Uh, so before I move on, I would like to say thank you to Simple Contacts. Always Open is brought to you by Simple Contacts. Uh, and Ariel <laughs> you need to read this part. is going to read it for you because I do not wear contacts, but she But does. I do. So this episode of Always Open is brought to you by Simple Contacts. I wear contacts, Barbara doesn't. And I always find myself dreading that annual appointment to renew my prescription. It's such a pain. That's why I was excited to try Simple Contacts, a great new app that makes the time-consuming prescription renewal process very, well, simple. You guys wear contacts? Uh, sometimes link I, so, I wore them this morning. I took a, I took a little jog and I was, uh, I didn't want my eyes to be impeded by glasses. There you go. <laughs> Just hopping up and down on your face. Well, I tend to fall when I jog and I don't want to break my glasses. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> Simple Contacts <laughs> offers an amazing selection with every brand of contacts, and their prices are hard to beat. The eye exam is just $20, and they offer free shipping. Uh, please note that the Simple Contacts Vision Test isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. They only test that your current prescription still helps you see 2020 and renew that prescription. They don't write completely new prescriptions or examine your eye health. Um, I use Simple Contacts. I The beautiful contacts that I have in my eyes right now to help me see are from Simple Contacts. It's super easy. You go online. Um, I had a pretty new prescription, so I sent them a picture of it uploaded it and they sent me my contacts within like a few days. It was super oh, nice. easy, super simple. I didn't have to go anywhere. Way cheaper than um, ordering through my doctor, which is great. Um, so to save $20 on your first Simple Contacts order, go to simplecontacts.com slash always open and enter the promo code always open at checkout. That's $20 off your first Simple Contacts order when you go to simplecontacts.com slash always open and enter promo code always open at checkout. It's simple at simplecontacts.com slash always open. Is that the actual tagline? No. Oh, oh I like that though. <laughs> it's great. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. Pretty simple. If I ever need contacts, I know where I'm going. Right. So far, 2020. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What about you? Uh, n n borderline. Okay. Borderline needs glasses. But just putting it off? Uh, yeah, you know, because he's already got glasses. <laughs> I was going to say. only be one. You can't do that. Yeah, it's, it might be inevitable though. But I'm just preparing. It's a slow burn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three to five year plan. Gotcha. There you go. Come back in three to five years. We'll see what you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first segment of the show is from user Sybil T. And Sybil wants to know, what keeps you up at night? God. You know, if I have anything that approximates a superpower, I, I think it's the ability to fall asleep no matter what's going on. I, I honestly can't remember the last time anything's kept me up at night. And I'm a very anxious person, which is really weird. Like I, you know, I, 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 what was I saying that I got anxious about earlier today? 
You got anxious about. Oh, I got this oh. thing. That I, <laughs> yeah. I got this moisturizer Get that I spray on my face. Oh. And it has a, and, it, and it's like, it's got a battery, it's battery operated, so it's like. Tss. It's very oh. high tech. And Why does that need to be battery operated? Uh, otherwise, otherwise, you have to press it. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's actually, it's USB rechargeable. Um, it's pretty awesome. It's this magic, I I had magic it. device. I go get it. Can we, Is it in your luggage somewhere? Yeah, can you, can you go get it? Can I demonstrate it? <laughs> Me? Uh, I don't know why I look at you. <laughs> you look straight at her. You said, can you go get it? I was, uh, was going to ask Stevie to go get it, and then I looked straight at you. I was like, can you go get it? <laughs> Just go get it. Barb, go find it. You really have it in your backpack? Uh, I'll just tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got, no, I think you got to get I it. She's going off the rails now. <laughs> I think I'm she sorry. has to go find it. Can you bring me my bag, Stevie? It's, when you see it, it it's going to be awesome. It seems unnecessary, but when you see it, you're going to want it. You're going to want it. Okay. You're going to want it. You're going to want that it. That is the one thing I say right, to myself every can time you, I put on my moisture. Can you go get it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I got my bag here. <laughs> Yeah, so we had... Uh, I didn't see Bag the, as you. We, oh, I, I have one of these. I have not oh, wow. activated it yet. Okay. Because the the Skip woman who up. was doing the makeup on, on GMM had one, and then she was like, oh, I know the person who invented this right, or something. So, check, so this is why we have Are you going to spray it on me? <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously. It's, it, no, it, no, it's totally fine to go over your makeup. Okay. It, it, lo it locks it, locks it, it in. Locks it's okay. great. Yeah, you, need it's to, great. you need to blot that tear, though. <laughs> you, can, you can do it over makeup. All right, so check this out. Totally fine. No, no, just hey, I, all right, look. Close not your a eyes. hitchhiker. It's a fucking anticipation. Close your, close your eyes. Open your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice. Doesn't it feel great? It does. It has hydrolonic acid in it. Now here, here we oh, go. Okay, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is that not like That's that. awesome. Meryl's taking it like a champ. Now you will forget the last seventy-two Doesn't hours. <laughs> I mean, we're just like getting <laughs> your mind, your eyes, open your eyes, you moron. For the bit. Yeah. All right. So, how do you refill it? So here's the thing. It has oh, a little. It has we, a little. Are package. we going full product demonstration full here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh wow. And then the thing I realized, because I was like, man, this feels good. I don't want to stop. I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna do this forever. I'm sitting here doing it. I'm also breathing it. And then look, it stopped on its own. Yeah. Whoa. And As like then, a safety measure? Yeah. Well, I don't know why. Just if you, in case you leave it open. I think on it's the because table? if you like, I don't know, if Listen, you drop it, here's my you point. don't want it to go forever. Here's my point, ladies. It stopped on its own. And I immediately felt guilty <laughs> that, that it had stopped. I'm like, a little strange. Am I using this so much already that it is intervening and saying too much? <laughs> like, I am that anxious of a person that I have personified this this device to the point that it made me feel bad for stopping. Yeah. Because I wouldn't stop. <laughs> you got to get to it where you can look like you're you're in more. Close your eyes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question about this though. Oh, I'm so shiny now, in a good way. You're not, you're not shiny. No, in a no, good way. And it, yeah, it, it's, it, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, it's nice. So it is. It's going to keep you young, You can like charge me. it with a USB, you said, right? USB yeah, charging. yeah. Well, I got that right it, here. it eventually run out of the yeah, how does it, spray? How do you refill the spray? Um, it comes well, with a canister. I've been oh. peeing in this for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, that's why it feels so nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. It smells great. Anyway, I had a point, which was, uh, if you go to... <laughs> 
sprayinyourface.com <laughs> slash Rhett and Link. You get a 20% off. No, uh, I'm not selling this thing. We should, though. But it's called Skin Up if you stuff want it. Like that we're not open. selling it. Not a sponsor. Yeah. But I get, that made me anxious, yet I don't remember ever losing sleep at night over anything. I guess I'm just that stupid when I get sleepy. <laughs> what about you, right? I can attest to that. Basically, I just took that long to answer your question with a non-answer. That's how you do I the show. It, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Imagine nothing if keeps you up at night. Yeah, and not, I mean, me up at night. We sometimes have questions that don't apply. To I everybody. sleep stupid. So, yep. Well, uh, on a technical level, I mean, this coffee will probably because it is after four o'clock mm -hmm. mm -hmm. will probably keep me up until past midnight. Damn. I'm that... very sensitive to caffeine, but you know what? I'm in Austin. You got a party. I got an appetite. That's how you do it in Texas. <laughs> um, I, I, on the other hand, I have trouble getting to sleep. And for me, it's, it's, I'm not that anxious of a person, but it's always, it's just work-related stuff. It's like, yeah. is the thing that we're doing right now, could it be better? You know, whatever it is that we're working on, like we right. just, we, we are just finishing up a novel, and it's one of those things that having never, <clears throat> never written one before. Like both of you I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start crying talking about this. No, um, yeah, to, writing it together. And this, having never written a novel before, everybody's like, oh, well, the hard part is finishing it. Mm. It's like, well, that turns out to be very true. Mm. Because you can like- I, I should hate I, it when people who say that kind of stuff are right. <laughs> yeah, well, because I'm like mm. going to bed and I'm like, oh yeah, well, that could, I could do that. <laughs> and then I'm like, am I gonna, it's like when you have a dream and you're like, oh, I need to write this down, but that's gonna, like, I have to turn on the light and I gotta get like, my notebook out. Mm. Mm. No, this is so significant that I will not ref no, I will not forget this dream. And then you wake up and you forget it. Mm -hmm. That happens to be, no joke, every fucking night. Really? Yeah. Every well, time I have a dream, I go, I'm not gonna remember this, I should write it down. <sighs> but I'm so comfortable. Mm, yep. Yeah. You're lazy, you but need you know a dream what? journal. You, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a dream journal on my phone, but I still, it still takes like face ID. You know how troublesome face ID is? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta look at your you phone. Um, you have to point it at your face. Yeah. So for me, it's just—it's just—it's like—it's always something related to to something that we've got going on, and thinking that, and and just—I think a lot of this, and this is—I'm sure that you guys can relate to this. It's like when you do what we do for a living, it's just like you tend to uh, probably in unhealthy ways you kind of tie your value to the way things are received. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think you just spend a lot of time thinking like, oh, that. Uh, that could be better, and you're like, I, well, I shouldn't be worried. I shouldn't be thinking about this right now. I should be like doing something to better my health, like spraying sprayonyourface.com/slash/retinlink <laughs> on my face. Oh yeah, oh. look at that. You Stay hydrated, kids. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll take a water at this point. Yes, sir. I recommend this this seltzer water. It's bubbly. It's, it's got got a little hint of lime. So that that's it's pretty simple, but it's never anything super specific. It's just general. Work anxiety. Well, that's something I've always admired about you guys is you do five shows a week, yeah, every week, nonstop. Uh, in order less. to be able to do th do things like what we're doing right now, we we will batch shoot some episodes and kind of make it where we can do other things gotcha. because GMM is obviously the most probably the most widely known thing that we do, but uh, like writing this novel and we're working on a lot of other narrative things that we're trying to get off the ground and uh, and just the just running a company that stuff ends up taking a, a lot of our time. So, 
Yeah, it, the the and then I think that the the more stuff you have going on, the more sources of anxiety you yeah. you have. Hundred percent. And then you're like, ah, oh, it's it, how long? How long can I sustain sustain this? Thank you. Thank you, Texas. You know, how long can I sustain? Like I, I heard a story about somebody asking uh, uh, Jack Nicholson to be in something, and this is like asking him like five years ago, and he was like, "You know what I'm doing right now? I am, um, I'm sitting under a tree painting." <laughs> He's like on the phone, <laughs> uh, uh, responding. Yeah, and uh, he was like, "And you know what I want to be doing during the time that you're making this thing? I want to be sitting under a tree painting." Mm. And so I'm going to say no. Wow. I'm not saying that I'm Jack Nicholson. <laughs> One day, though. But the idea of getting to a place where it's like, uh, that doesn't sound too stress-inducing. Hmm. It sounds pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, j I just always have admired it. Anybody who could create content on that type of scale continuously. Like, we do the show once a week, and right. we take... Six weeks break. Six week break in between seasons. Oh, I thought you said in between episodes. Yeah. <laughs> in between seasons. Yeah, yourself. Um, and even that, it still stresses me out in terms of coming up with fresh content mm -hmm. and getting fresh guests new on the theme show. song, fresh new set, fresh yeah. new season. Yeah. 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 All that stuff, as you guys might have heard. Um, <laughs> but to do it on a, I guess, batching it up for a daily show every single week for seven years, give or take. Yeah, so, 2012, yeah. yeah. That is. Insane, and I can't imagine the amount of pressure and anxiety that you guys probably faced with coming up with new segments and keeping it fresh. As long as I'm asleep, I'm cool. <laughs> you know, it's the waking hours that get me. Ah, uh, right. Just sleep under a tree painting. There you go. Yeah, mm. I might start painting though. Oh, I'm man. thinking about that. Meryl, I know you and I probably have some oh, similarities. Oh, uh, every night the weight of the world crushes me and I lay in bed staring at the ceiling until I get up. So basically polar opposites right here. Yeah, 100%. You do? So oh, yeah. Are your eyes open? All of the time. What's up there on your ceiling? You don't want to know. Should, you should write something. <laughs> oh, there's a mirror? No. <laughs> you should write something. On the ceiling? Yeah. Like a motivational quote kind of thing? It would just say like, go to sleep, bitch. Mm. Yeah, in your own blood. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Right. No, you, um, I'll tell you, if you write in your own blood up there, you'll close your eyes. <laughs> Put something really oh, disturbing up there. You should oh, yeah. just put that spray moisturizer thing on your oh, face. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> just keep my eyes A whole bed. Like a, it's like a tanning booth. <laughs> and it just doesn't stop. Spray ever. the body. I love and that. the sound would be so soothing. Yep. Yeah, that's true. No, uh, I, I, I'm a very anxious person, and my anxiety is the worst at night. Um, <laughs> so I last night I didn't sleep because I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about Y'all's visit and making sure everything went well. Yeah, Meryl coordinated. Which hopefully it has gone today. well. I don't You've know. Can you, give me, can you give me another status update? Are you doing okay? How you feeling? This is going good. Cool. Good job, Meryl. Good job. I did it. I can sleep tonight, maybe. Um, you guys. You, were, know, you should probably stay up tonight and still kind of overanalyze. Still it. Yeah. 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 I'm probably um, missing something. That you should uh, lose sleep over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier today, I had one of uh, one of our coworkers. She um, kind of. I put her on this shoot to help me coordinate it, and I texted her while we were in makeup, and I said, hey, like, how's everything going over there? Uh, and she was like, it's a nightmare. We haven't even started yet. Um, people are getting really impatient. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what is going on? And she was just like, I'm just fucking with you. Oh my like, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why would you do that to me? Already knowing. 
they, I have this issue. She could have said they are a nightmare to work with. No, she did not say that. And that would have not been a joke. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. The world, the world crushes me every night. I'm sorry you're losing sleep. What? What? Let's develop an action plan. Uh, I've got one. I've got one going. All right. Yeah, we don't have to know what it is. I'm just glad well, to hear that you got something. Looking after herself. Okay. Start 27 is yeah. the year of, of, of growth. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Good. You can do it. It's also the year everything starts breaking. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Man. At least for me. Everything I've already had three doctor's visits. I've gone, I will turn 27 two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta hey, oh got keep on you, it. Keep on you your You just health. wait. <laughs> You just getting there. Wait. Getting there. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> We're talking about the other day how like if you're sitting on the floor, getting up is like a four-step process. Oh yeah. Just like first you gotta like some of this. Like, a little right. Turns. First you gotta check Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Let's one. not forget yeah. that. I, I've actually thought because I was in. I do go to the gym to try to counteract the the aging process, mm -hmm. and and. I was laying down doing something, and then I had to get up. And I, like in the middle of getting up, I just realized how unathletically I was. <laughs> I was getting up, and how carefully I was getting up. And I was like rolling onto one side <laughs> and putting one elbow down. I was like, can't hurt my back. It was yeah. like it was like unfolding my way up. Mm. Yep. And I was like, hmm. I'm similar to you, Mariel, where my anxiety is the worst at night. Hmm. Specifically, if I wake up in the middle of the night, if I was having a bad dream, or if I just have to like go up to pee. I will start thinking of everything that I'm scared of in that moment for some reason. Um, and for some reason, I used to have this like anxiety when it came to people I cared about and loved getting into terrible situations, whether it was like getting hurt or dying or whatever it was. Or eating at like a no window seafood place. Uh, that too, terrifying. Yeah. So worrying about other people. That was how it started and I still have that, but now it's also worrying about what would happen to the people I love if something happened to me. Mm. And I just like started getting really paranoid about that kind of thing. That's a little too selfless. You need to work on your selfishness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I think that's inward. the ultimate selfishness, no? Mm. Worrying about well, how no, you're- but if you're worried about what happens to them, that, you know, that's still selfless. I guess so. But it's almost like how would something happening to me affect other people? But if you worry about what they think about you. Mm. I don't really care about that's that. That's pretty selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's what I, that I when like I think, I, think about my work is probably just related to that. Fair enough. Selfishness. I think you need all the, your loved ones in your, in your life to just, just tell you they don't need you. Barbara. Again and again. I don't need you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel better now. I'll if sleep you, at night. Just tell her, if she died, you'd be fine. I wouldn't care. Oh, God, I didn't say that. I said you'd be fine. <laughs> Starting it off strong. I would, lose sleep for the rest of my life. Thank you. Oh, no. that's sweet. No, no, no. You, you <laughs> oh, went too sorry. far. You missed the point. Um, the point is, when you die, because you will. Uh, thank you. <laughs> those who are still living, their lives will go on. They'll be fine. <laughs> Ultimately. And that's what you needed to hear, Barbara. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm sorry for trying to fix your problems. That's not, that's no, not. No, okay. that's response. why we invited you on I the mean, show. I mean, it's funny. Oh, because, really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, we actually need Now the help. pressure's on. Yeah. It's funny, like during the day, I told, I understand, I'm rational. I get that stuff, Ooh, but at night, never. I don't, my brain becomes a different brain. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, it can't rationalize. Yeah. And I become scared of everything and paranoid thing. and like, mm -hmm. every noise is something that's like, that's a person coming to kill me, um, or whatever it is. Have you tried drinking too much? Not yet, actually. <laughs> okay, not recommending it, but yeah, just yeah. brainstorming here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep your options open. Yeah. 
Well, um, we'll work on it. Thanks for the advice, guys. Appreciate it. Don't hold us to it. <laughs> uh, all right, so this next question comes from Kara T. And Kara asks, what was your biggest insecurity growing up? I remember being terribly insecure about my eyebrows growing together. Yeah? Yeah, don't look at them right now. I was gonna you say, you can't. We'll get to it, we'll get to it. Yeah, I'll let you examine them thoroughly okay. at, the, at the right moment. Take that mister out and... Um, yeah, so like, it runs in my family, the, the, the unibrow. Mm. And um, maybe it's best to, for I you think, to tell the story from your well, perspective. Well, because, well, at the same time, which I get, was a seventh or eighth grade that we I think it, I think it was eighth grade. I think. I ask, what did you guys do in seventh well, or eighth grade? Let, let's say eighth grade. <laughs> this, this story happened. I think in eighth grade, but I'm, so I, I was having a similar problem, like eyebrows beginning to grow together, and um, like my mom and dad weren't like they weren't saying anything about it. They weren't helping, so just kind of on my own, I was like, you know, I could probably I could probably do something about this. I can pluck in between my eyebrows. Yeah. So I kind of, on my own, figured this out, got rid of some of the rogue hairs, and then Link, and I, somehow we ended up talking about the fact that you were having the same mission. I was like, you know, you can, you can actually get rid of the unibrow. Like, look what I did. Mm. And he was like, I kind of see the wheels turning. He was like, okay. So the next day he comes to school, <laughs> and there is a space in between his eyebrows Exactly the width of a Gillette sensor razor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it you went just, just one swipe. Yeah, it, it was like they were touching. It's like charging on your credit card. And they were then it was they were this far apart, <laughs> and yeah. the, they were the edge was completely straight. Wow. Mm. And now, I was like, "What did you do?" He was like, "I took care of it, man." <laughs> I was like, kind of like a mobster. I took care of it. You sh you oh, shaved it. And if you go back and look at your eighth yeah. grade, yeah. and probably ninth grade, we like put, school picture, yeah. there, there's too much space there. Too much space. Yeah. <laughs> too much space. But did you keep doing it? But I remember, well, once you do it once, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, maintain. Yeah. Uh, and I, re I remember we were driving back from a basketball game. Rhett's dad was driving us back from a basketball game, and then Rhett was like, we had had the conversation that day, and then Rhett's like, brings it up to his dad. And he's like, Dad! Tell Link he shouldn't shave between his eyebrows. <laughs> like, why you got to bring your dad into that? Because uh, you respected his opinion, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you always listen to dad. I, I started plucking, but like, I, I forgot my plucker. You see, there's, I can see there's, there's one I need to pluck right now. You see it, that black one right Wait, there? Wait, if you there's want it, actually, Texas, uh, probably Texas eight, has Probably a lot. Well, that's, that's fine, you can be honest. I feel weird looking at There's one. There's one that's like one, lighter. Yeah, the lighter ones, you can get, I can get okay, away with it. But that. there's, I see. I think maybe unless. But it's here's the interesting thing is that I had the same Black issue. Ones. Yeah, and one of I noticed one. You're noticing two more. Yeah. I can't see you right now. I'm looking right through you. <laughs> but you got any tweezers on you? I don't. Texas. Has I'm some. sure we do. Texas, you got some tweezers? The bartender has tweezers. What? He's do got it. it all. Yeah. Um. You want a live? Yeah, tweeze me. Let's do a live tweezing. But here's the interesting thing while he's getting. And that. I love having my glasses because then I. That's the thing well, I don't have to worry about. They cover it perfectly. Um, I started plucking at the same time, or a little bit earlier, while he was still shaving, and I'd say by like 11th grade, the follicles follicles were dead. What? Like I haven't I, I haven't plucked in between my eyebrows in 20 years. Stop gloating, man. No, I'm just saying there's something something weird about either my follicles or your follicles. Your follicles. Probably yours. Yeah. The fact that I it, I plucked them and then it's like okay they just gave up. Uh, I 
does it happen to any other hair on your body, or if you just consistently get rid of it, it stops growing there? I haven't plucked, Unless you I laser haven't it. plucked anywhere else. Right, if you shave ask, it, it grows back hard. Texas is also a laser hair removal technician. Oh, so yeah. bring in the laser. You could ask him. He knows, Look how he knows, all. He knows literally okay, everything about Okay, Texas, the world. we have a technical question. All right, sure. let's get in there. I, I so, probably have a technical question. Do you have a tweezer? I do. You can, can you do two things at once? I, I can. So I can. while, while you're tweezing Link, can yes. you answer now my look. question of now look. why? Now don't get it all. I'm going to get rid of all of it. Like, why is it that I don't have to pluck anymore? I don't feel like. Because your it. follicles are gone. So you've kind you kind of you damage the follicle. Yeah, but how come Link's it. follicles aren't damaged? Getting it? Some people I don't want it to break off. Right. Though. I know. Some people just have more He's hair than others. a professional. <laughs> Some people just have more hair than others. This is oh yeah, that felt good. Yeah, yeah. but my eyebrows are still when that one came out. Because incidentally, <laughs> like an old tree. My insecurity. Oh yeah, that's a, that, that, was that was a, a big that, one. That was a good one. That one actually that felt was, good. That was in the brain, I think. That yeah. Was, <laughs> that was, that was, that's some brain matter you, you attached. You still know who I am, right? You still know who I am. We're good. What year? Where that, are you? This is good. Anybody else want to try? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he actually took some of mine out earlier. He did. I, I have like very fine little oh, blonde yeah. ones. You can laser. Here. Actually, there's, there's some people that will laser in that area. It's called the glabella region. Um, but a lot of people, doctors, won't let you because it's too close to the ocular rim. So you can actually go blind. Oh. So they have to put metal um, little like insert contacts over the eyes so they can get rid of it. But waxing, yeah. tweezing uh, over the years, um, if you keep doing it repetitively, you're damaging the follicle, so the follicle won't come back. But again, some people have more hair than others. A lot of it's testosterone. A lot but, that's of it what, be, but that's what yeah. you want. You want the follicles to die in the bad places. Even, eventually, yes. yes. So are you, if I get waxed in a certain spot, a lot. What you, it, it comes back less. <laughs> but what is this? <laughs> is this just something that happens it, it, to be happening? This is my way of pointing down. She gets waxed she on her gets, hands. She gets waxed. Yeah, yeah it's right here. Right here. She just gets right there. Tiny little finger hairs. Hairs. Yeah, but but well, so if you get waxed, for instance, a lot, then you're going to lose the follicle. It's going to come back in finer and thinner, but it's always going to come back. Oh. So we have different growth cycles for hair. On the face, it's four to six weeks, six to eight. Anything below the pelvic region is going to be uh, eight to twelve weeks. Oh, pubes are slow. You're learning, people. You are learning. Yeah, pubes are know. slow. Yeah, so there you go. Well, thank you, Tech. We can, but we can laser that. I can do that. I can do that for you. We can, uh, we, we can be very close. I was going to oh, say, oh. that's probably a little We need to start having like, a, a one-stop shop for you. Yeah. Tell you me how the guests come in. Like, Link's grandma can do it. She's got a whole room in her house that has an electrolysis machine and a chair. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is you were dealing with this problem all your life, and your grandma was just sitting there waxing. I mean, she got shocking all it. these old no. ladies. Yeah, she could have gone in there. She didn't start her electrolysis business till I was in college. Yeah, but that wasn't too late, man. You could have gone in there and say, "Grandma, made me go blind." She did it. <laughs> <laughs> she did it once, and it hurt bad. Oh, so I didn't go oh, back in here. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just just tweeze it or shave tweeze. it. It's good quality time. It's self care. Yeah. yeah. Self-care. Self-care. So you had you had the eyebrow hair that made you self-conscious, insecurity growing up. Yeah. What about you? Well, I, I, completely honest. Ironically and independently, my insecurity uh, was centered around my eyebrows as well. Really? But this it was this is what it was. I remember, um, I didn't always have this beard, and I didn't always have this hair. I used to just have a very short hair, and uh, if you've oh, ever yeah, seen me, now. you know what? You, you, if you want to scare yourself, uh, you can Google Rhett with no beard. Okay. And uh, I don't know my phone. That's uh, it's just it's unpleasant. You can probably pull it up. <laughs> in the booth. We can show it. We can show it. What makes it's, it unpleasant? You want to use my phone? Uh, my face makes it unpleasant. <laughs> we'll just Google it. Okay. <laughs> I remember we were doing a school project, and uh -huh. I was on. 
video. And this is back when, of course, you're shooting in whatever the VHS or whatever the format was in the late 80s, early 90s. And I remember watching back the video. Okay, first of all, there's me without it. Wow. Wow. You look, I mean, <laughs> yeah, nightmare fuel. It's different. <laughs> no, that's. It's definitely different. It's, I mean, how long it's ago unbelievable. was that? How, how old would you say you're in, you are in that? That was like two years ago. <laughs> Wait, really? I shaved my beard for the first season of Buddy System for a flashback. Oh, God, you look like you're like 18 there. Can we see that again? Please don't show it. Oh. <laughs> you seriously look like you could be 18. Yeah, you look yeah. really, really good. Well, you know what? I'd rather not look did like your kids? 18. How did your kids feel about it? Uh, the, well, the, uh, my kids... Um, they were not kind. <laughs> my own mother wasn't kind. Oh. I sent her a picture of, of myself. And Did she, she say, put it back. back? She said, oh, poor baby. She did not whisper anything to me. Whisper tunnel. That's uh, when you should whisper. Mm -hmm. But I remember watching myself on the, I say that about the beard and the hair to let you know that once you strip away the, the, this and this, there's not a lot left. You guys do and, have uh, fabulous hair. And, uh, <laughs> and so, but in the low resolution of that video in like the late 80s, I was watching myself and I just looked like two giant black caterpillars just floating <laughs> around. There's something about the way the contrast happened. And I was, and, I, and I've, you know, I've always been so much taller than everybody. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, oh, but isn't that great? But it's like, it, it, nobody wants to be different especially when you're you're that age yeah, absolutely. and so I was like tall and I was like trying to like get down everybody else's height and then I look at myself on the video and I look like this guy like this. no like the eyebrows this, are coming like Gollum with, with, the, the with, with the giant eyebrows so you know superficial things when like did you, what age did you hit your permanent height permanent height like when did you stop growing <laughs> he's still growing I, I worded that in a very weird yeah. way yeah, when did you stop one. growing I stopped growing like at 18 Gotcha. But there was no. I was six four when I it, like when I went into high school. Wow. So I was when you all, went into high yes, school. Yes, already very tall. Damn. So there was no growth spurt, and maybe there was a growth spurt like in the womb. Maybe. <laughs> because as far back as I can remember, in all the pictures, I'm already taller than people. You came out so. your seven ounces, but you were uh, four feet. Thirty-four inches. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just so stringy. super superficial uh, eyebrow concerns. Yeah. I, um, ironically enough, my insecurity growing up was my height. I was mm. five foot nine since the age of twelve. Yeah. So really, is that when you hit your permanent height? It was when I hit my permanent height. That's correct. Mm. Five nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, age twelve. Age twelve. Damn. And at that age, all the boys are still under five seven, five six even. Yeah. Right. And so being the tallest girl, but also the tallest person in my <laughs> entire grade, yeah. was a very um, insecure feeling what did you right. what did you get did you get like a lot of questions about do you play volleyball basketball basketball yeah. which i did you did <laughs> oh, okay. because Lamb Dunkleton. Yeah. Yeah. i you, had to. do you still get that question no because no not anymore i get that question well you are also very tall still and i'm yeah. like what do you they play you play basketball like for who <laughs> what? Like a rec league? What do you like? What do you mean? Who do, who do I play basketball for? Is that what is that what you say though? Or are you too nice to him? Because you should say that. No, for I, who, dumbass? I always say, I did. Oh gosh, don't yeah. don't go easy on him. Really? But why why have a confrontation when I can just say I did? You should just then, say what's basketball. 
Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, yeah, divert. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe you'll get that answer you're always looking for. Right. The one about what basketball is. But I also, <laughs> I also get how tall are you, and my answer to that is 519 is what I say because that's, mm. that's enough to make people feel a little stupid. How did you, um, how did you deal with it? Um, I could tell you that I had no dates ever. Ah. Um, until I was probably in the 10th grade wow. when people started evening out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you're like, like, one more year, Tommy, you're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's buddy. because like, no, no one because was, the boys were intimidated. No one was interested yeah. in me because I was so tall and lanky and awkward. Um, maybe it wasn't the height. Maybe it was everything else. Um, but I remember vividly very many school dances where people would like couple up and start dancing. And like people would ask me out of pity and it would literally be like, when you're doing the slow dance, when you have your arms around the guy's neck, but I'd be like down here, <laughs> and then be like holding my waist like this. Uh, you need to watch a, Pen Fifteen. You'll get some crazy nostalgia flashbacks. Oh yeah, for that. yeah. Oh. But then yeah, then people started evening out, and then uh, it, I mean it didn't really help my case. I I didn't have anyone interested in me throughout high school. Uh, I was not popular. I had friends, but I, just kind of all over the place and. One of my worst memories was we had a grad auction in the 12th grade where people could auction on participating graduates to come to the final dance of the year with them. What the fuck? And so it's a volunteer thing. So you say like, oh yeah, I'll participate in this. And it was all money for charity. And uh, right before they were gonna do the presentation of like who won every person, the teacher came up to me, she goes, so I just want you to know, um, unfortunately, you were the only student who didn't get any bids. Oh, gosh. So um, if you don't want to come up on stage, I would understand. And so I had to tell my best friend, hey, can you throw in five bucks for me just so I'm not on stage? And like, Byron Duncan, thank you. you know, that was a good plan. That was a yeah. good idea. So because they don't announce like the, the amount of money right. or anything like that. But it's not a, not a nice time. But look at you now. Yeah, you're hanging out with the two of us. Right. <laughs> yeah, look at us now, all right? Yeah, bunch of eyebrows over here. Bunch of eyebrows, bunch of eyebrows. So like you said that my sister-in-law was so, uh, she had her first baby uh, back in July, and my brother, beautiful thick eyebrows, but constantly tweezing, and she had so many nightmares that her baby was going to be born with a unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I would see unibrows that's what, everywhere. That's what kept her up at that's night. That's what kept her up right. at night. Yeah. Um, eyebrow concerns. Eyebrow concerns mm. are real. Yeah. You experience um, the advantages of height now. Have oh, you 100%. have you realized it? Yeah, okay. I have. Um, I've come into my own with it. I've now accepted it. A lot of the things I was insecure about as a kid, I've come to either appreciate or accept over time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like uh, reaching things. Mm -hmm. Reaching things. Um, just clothes fitting nicely. Ah. You know. Oh, really? Yeah. That happens for you? Well, I'm also at like a manageable. Height. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. Five nine, yeah, I don't consider five five nine. My five five five, nine at twelve. My wife is five nine, but she's not twelve. Yeah. Yeah, right. For the record. Well, I'm also not twelve anymore, but right. I'm still. No, five you're nine. not. I'm at my permanent height. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, permanent. Well, you never know. <laughs> it's I mean, true. You could grow. Sometimes Actually, people suddenly suddenly yeah. stretch, and uh, many times people suddenly get shorter. Yeah. Right. Well, <clears> you gotta watch out. Down, down from here. Like if you lose both your feet or something. Um, well, you do. You That's definitely. Morbid. You do shrink. And then sometimes you're in like an accident and you wake up like an inch shorter. Yeah. Oh my God. It happens. You just take a piece of your legs? It's called compression. <laughs> oh. Meryl, what were you insecure about, girl? Um, it gets dark, you guys. We're talking about eyebrows. We're talking about very superficial very things. Very physical things. Physical things. Mine wasn't physical. It was, um, 
it was being gay in a small conservative town. Yeah. Mm. I grew up in a on a dairy farm. Yeah. Grew up in a four thousand cows. Four thousand cows. My mom's a school teacher, so she knows the entire town. I had I mean I think my my hometown population is probably about eighteen thousand, so not the smallest town in the world, but not the biggest. Um, and so yeah, I was just like, man, I hope never no one ever finds this out until I'm talking about it. <laughs> Are you coming out right now? This is me coming out, yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one has ever known, so I'm proud to do it in front of you guys. Well, I don't know to, if I should take that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should take that seriously. Uh, so at what point did you come out? Um, to my parents when I was 19, when I was already living here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you, I don't think you were out to us at Rooster Teeth until, like, a it year? It was a pole shooting. That's yeah. when I publicly wrote a post on the Rooster Teeth website, and I was like, what's up? Yeah. Have a drink. Let's sit down. Let's talk about this I'm stuff. It, yeah. yeah, that couldn't have been easy growing up. Um, high, like not feeling, yeah, and I was short. Like being, could, if I was tall, I would have been so much better. But, but also, she had short, great eyebrows. Great eyebrows. So she had that going. Short enough, it worked out for me. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was definitely a scary thing, but I met kind of, even though it was a small town, it didn't meet some like gay people around my age, so that kind of helped. And then moving to Austin helped so much. Oh yeah. And I mean, that was, gosh, almost eight years ago. That's another good thing about being in a big city. Oh yeah, going from a small town to a big city. Yeah. Like, or a big town. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll never go back. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think, I mean, we grew up in a teeny, tiny, t a thousand people. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, and I like, we didn't even have a point of reference for it. Right. For, right, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, we, I, you can look back and be like, oh, I think so-and-so probably was gay. Right. But, you're like, but you're like, at the time, it was like, it wasn't even in our vocabulary. Right. Yeah. So being on the other side of it and knowing like, these people wouldn't even know what to, A, they would be really upset, and B, they wouldn't even, it would be so unexpected. Right. Well, you have to know it. resources for it. Yeah. Right. No, no one to talk to you about it, probably, and. No. It's probably really scary. I was mostly terrified of it coming out and my parents hearing about it from someone else. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, God, don't let that happen. Don't let that happen until at least I'm out of here. <laughs> See, my parents find out everything about me from watching this show. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which they do religiously every week. Yeah. Hey, well, whenever, well, that's what, whenever we talk about, <laughs> we talk about one of our family members, especially our mom, like <clears throat> talk, talking about my mom, the way she tells secrets. Yeah. If, I would, if I was to do that on our podcast or on GMM, then I would get a text or a phone call. Wait, you mean she's not going to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably will. What's her Twitter her. handle? Do your parents watch all of, like, does your mom watch um, most of the stuff that you guys put up? She, I mean, GMM is, there's 1,500 episodes. I was going to say, there's so much point. of it, that's probably all so she would it's watch. Like, uh, it's tougher to keep up with everything. She watches very regularly, and then she's like, and I tell your daddy, I kind of tell him what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so like he hears about things through her like they're of course they're you know 70 something years old so they're like in opposite rooms watching different televisions right. at this point that's yeah. that's the dream mm -hmm, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, to be in your own, own television <laughs> <laughs> so my dad is watching sports in the living room and she's watching gmm in the bedroom and then she's like he just said this thing, and I'm gonna tell you what it is. And so then when he talks to me, he's like, your mom told me about the thing, but I didn't watch it, she just told me about it. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> honesty is the best. That's yeah. good enough. Why not? Do, you, do you feel like if you went back now to that point where you were kind of, you, you didn't want to be found out, or you, you know, the point that you were talking about, I, I don't know if that was high school, middle school, what it was, but. Uh, 
yeah, probably middle school, high school. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have a way to gauge it, but I'm just curious if you went, if it was now mm -hmm. and you were middle school or high school schooler, do you feel like it would be different? Do you oh, feel like 100%. things have changed oh, enough? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's, I mean, you know, there's shows, there's content, yeah. there's, there's YouTubers, there's all sorts of things that people, I think, now can look up to. It's not just... Ellen. It's not just Ellen. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Ellen. So you remember how? That... And she wasn't out for a while, even doing. She came out right? in the '90s. Her sitcom, but the sitcom, sitcom was such a big deal at right. the time. Yeah, and I you mean, know? even when that happened, that was still, that was years before. I mean, I was a child when yeah. that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, I'm sure also right. a big part of it is knowing how the people in your life reacted to it. Right. And having that knowledge going back into yeah. it always. Yeah. Huge right. oh, weight off sure. your shoulder, knowing. For sure. But yeah, I think times are so different now. I, I mean, I wish I had been at. No, I don't. I don't wish I could be 12, 13 at this time because I'm glad to be an adult yeah. now. But um, I just think, yeah, times have changed so much that they're so. It'd be so different. Yeah. It's also cool to be part. I mean, what you're doing, even in this conversation, and and what you guys do is shaping that change so that middle schoolers now don't experience what oh, right. you experience, which yeah, is sure. really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Be in this position and be able to do that. So. Yeah, at every RTX now, um, Patrick, who, I don't know if he's still here, but he started, uh, we have like a huge RTX, like LGBT um, employees panel, and it fills up every year. Like yeah. people come and watch it. Mm. And we're just like, holy shit, there's so, there's so many of it. We could take over. <laughs> it's also like the, your your heart is so full being in that room. Oh yeah, just like the love that you feel oh, yeah. in that room, and just like how everyone is like, these are my these are my people. Right. Like, I finally have people who are like me that I could relate to who are in this community yeah. and are in this room together celebrating yeah. this thing. Yeah. Right. It's beautiful. That's great. Well, you know what else uh, Meryl loves besides women? <laughs> Good transition. Um, uh, third love. Bras. <laughs> third love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> with Third Love's Fit Finder quiz, you answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. Did you know that breast shape matters when finding a good fit? Well, now you do. Every customer has 60 days to wear, wash, and put their bras to the test. And if you don't love it, return it, and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Wonderful. Their team is expert fit stylists, and they're dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they are offering our viewers 15% off your first order. So just go to thirdlove.com always now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash always for 15% off today. Thank you, Third Love. Third Love. You're wearing Third Love right now. How'd you know? Because you told me. No, I didn't. You got x-ray eyes. <laughs> I could tell. Because of the perfect fit and feel. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. They look great. Thanks, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, our last segment of the day is uh, we like to get questions from the people who watch the show, our yeah. lovely audience. Yeah. Sometimes they are a form of a box of issues question. This is a new box that we got from uh, our friend KT. Nice. She stitched it and sent Whoa. us a couple of goodies. These coasters. Little coasters we're using today. Um, but today we're going to take a question from our hotline where we have people call in hotline. and leave a question. What? So if we could get that hotline question for our friends. Hi, oh, my name is Amy and I'm 19. So recently, my best friend of almost 12 years and I have had a falling out. 
She recently texted me saying it's because every time I talk to her, I'm too negative and that she can't be around that. She's been going to college and has a great job and is super happy. And I've been really depressed because I'm not at school. I don't have a job because I have a disability. And that makes it difficult to sit or stand for long periods of time. And I have social anxiety. I'm going to start seeing a therapist and my doctor is going to start helping me with my pain management. But I feel bad because I don't want her to have to hear only negatives from me. But she's my best friend and she's always my go-to for advice. So I was just wondering your opinion on the situation and how you think I should handle it. Thank you. Hmm. What, what's her first name again? I think Amy. 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 I think, apologize if we got that wrong, but I believe it was Amy. 19 year old Amy. Yeah. Been friends for 12 years. Yeah, I was, you know, I would, I, was, I guess I'll talk to Amy. <laughs> Amy, I'm, I'm sorry that you have to experience this. Uh, this. This sucks that you have to, you know, that you, that you're in this situation where you have these um, obstacles that you're you're trying to overcome, and it sounds like I'll talk to you guys now. It sounds like <laughs> she's trying to overcome those obstacles. She mentioned therapy, and even just being honest about her the the way that she feels about what's happened, yeah. and you know, being forthcoming enough to share that with us, I think is is huge that's that's a big deal to be able to say that in your own voice and be okay with that being on the internet i 100%. think that's uh absolutely huge and a a big step um so th those are two big steps between that and therapy I, you know we're, we're not we're not therapists we can't give the most sound advice but I think the first thing is just saying, you know, I, f I feel for you in your situation, and it must be very uh, difficult. And I'm sorry that that you have to go you have to go through this, but you can, and there is a there is a path forward, and there's a path through it. And I think it can include um, repairing your friendship and it continuing to be vital and, and an important part of both of your lives. Mm -hmm. um, for. F Friendship, any relationships really, not just friendships, it's always a two-way street. And I understand where she's coming from, where she's obviously had a lot to deal with, and I'm sorry as well, Amy, that's a terrible situation to be in, but relationships have to be a give and a take. So while you are expressing yourself to your friend and, and being negative a lot of the time, sometimes your friend might want to be negative or confide in you or get advice from you and it has to be a balance of both help, but also asking for help. So it, it's, I'm explaining this in a weird way, but if you're always the person who's going to them to complain or to be sad about something, they probably feel that they can't do that to you as well and put their problems on you and burden you with their problems because they already know you're in a very right. fragile state. Um, and sometimes, People need that in friendships, and they need to be able to open up to you in that way. And I could see where your friend's coming from and maybe wanting to share that experience with you and be there for you, but also know that you could be there for her. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I, might be where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, I, I, I mean, first of all, I would say that um, obviously communication is key. I mean, you have to, so it sounds like you've already talked to your friend about this, but keep trying that don't don't stop communicating but yeah I do think that that what I hear is what Barbara's hearing is that if somebody says that they're, they're complaining about your negativity 
what that probably means is that they have something they need to unload mm -hmm. and they don't feel like they can because they feel like they're being suffocated and it may, that may, may or may not be true but one of the ways to kind of break that might be might be to reach out in the focus being on them and what are, what are they going through is there anything they need to talk about is there anything that, yeah. anything that they're going through that they need help with or perspective on um, and just limiting it to that and just seeing if you get any and be like, oh this person is now interested in and what I'm struggling with mm -hmm. as well and it might open something up for sure yeah. I have a, one of my best friends every time we talk on the phone a lot and every time we we talk and we have something to complain about or something's going on it always kind of starts off with a, a question that's basically like do you have the mental capacity to take this on right now <laughs> yeah. like, because I'm, I'm about to dump on you and in turn you can dump on me but um, I need to know that up front you know just give her that um, shot from the beginning of the show there you go yeah here's a little dump ready <laughs> <laughs> um, to go but yeah and I think it's also maybe you could take a shot at you know instead of um, focusing on all of the, the things that are going um, not so well, which I know could be hard because I'm definitely a person who who um, tends to do that. Um, celebrating the small things that might have happened in your day, that, yeah. you know, um, which could be they don't have to be huge things. You're like, I got out of bed today, brushed my teeth today. You know, yeah. I did I did a thing. I managed to take a shower. <laughs> yeah, I managed Washed to my body. take care of myself today. Um, and I think celebrating smaller things and and taking note of those um, can help a lot because you're not so focused on, on all the things that tend yeah. to weigh you down. It could be, and this is gonna sound worse than it actually is, but it could be somewhat exhausting to have a relationship where all you do is um, unload your pain and negativity onto someone for that person. Yeah. And while that person wants to be a good friend and wants to be there for you, you have to realize that is very difficult for someone to take on. Mm -hmm. It's the same way where there's a relationship where someone is experiencing a mental health issue as well, whether it's depression or anxiety, the other person has to be that rock for that person, and that could be very challenging. Yeah. Um, and so I think, as Meryl said, and as you guys all said, like being there for each other, but also having those moments where you could celebrate the good stuff and like let her dump on you sometimes, and maybe have like a schedule where it's like, all right, tonight I'm gonna call you and we're gonna go over like all the stuff that's bothering me, but tomorrow night when you talk, when we talk, I wanna hear about like all your stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're huge fans of therapy and have benefited from that. <clears throat> and so I'm encouraged to hear that she said preemptively, I'm already pursuing that. Absolutely. And you know, that that is uh, a great way to have a guide through this situation. And that and, might help our friendship too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, the friend deserves credit for being honest you know I don't know the specifics of how it was communicated but the fact that instead of you know a lot of times friendships crumble because things are left unsaid yep. which is really sad yeah when if you can just say something even if it comes out sideways I mean I say a lot of things that come out sideways but I hope that I've developed relationships with the with the people that are hearing it and that they believe the best in me and that um, we can get through it and it's, it's not just about the specifics of the words, but mm -hmm. the fact that the friend said, you know, was honest about, you know, his or her experience. Um, yeah, they're not, I, just not just ignoring her or, right. or, yeah. or you know, I, it's, writing her off. It's, it's not, it's, it, yeah. it's, it may have sounded like a, like a closing off, but ironically, it may be an, open, an opening of a, of, a, of a way forward. Yeah. 
Um, and I think a therapist can help, like I said, restore, help, re help guide the restoration of that uh, friendship. It'll probably also help a lot because that friend was probably starting to feel like a therapist. Yeah. It was, mm -hmm. you know, she was always going to her, I assume her or him, with a problem. Um, and now that they have a therapist and are taking care of themselves in that capacity, that might offload some of that energy on that friend to be able to do that yeah. in therapy and then just be able to connect in different ways. Right. right. Well, good advice. <laughs> therapy is always great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we preach that uh, a lot on this show. Yeah. Did you, did you have a spill over there? No, I'm just a fidgeter, and so I rip up things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's healthy. <laughs> I fidgeted. Yeah, it is. Do you guys ever have a, a, yeah, I'm sure you've had to learn how to communicate really, really well with each other through your Many, many yeah, years it's, of, you of could, doing. That's how many years for you guys? They said 12 years for this. 30, years 35 years of friendship. Wow. I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's, and that's plenty, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Time to end it. Yeah, yeah. and it's, you know, and, and I think that it's it's one thing to, to be friends. It's another thing to work together. Right. Like, with rare exception, I mean, every single day that most people go to a job, we go into the same, we've always had one office. We've always one had- One room. Desks that, is our, our that shared office. next to each other. Um, and we're constantly, I mean, we do things independently as well, but the vast majority of, of the day we're, we're together, we're in conversation. Um, and we, because we're creatively collaborating, we annoy each other. We have, a part of our creative process is the, the strengths that we each bring, which can be, um, they're very complimentary, but the process is right. kind of like, uh, the, sometimes it yeah. could be difficult. And so there are definitely times where we have to like stop and then address the relationship in order to continue to do what we do well and continue to have a, a friendship. Communication. So I think that, um, and, we've, and like we've, you know, sometimes we can like hang out with another, like, an, like two friends and you can kind of see that like, Oh, they they don't ever talk to each other about their relationship or two people who work together and then there's lots of times we've no, we've known those people, we've had conversations with them and then like a couple of years pass and they're not working together anymore. Mm. And I think that that's just no two, two like whether it's a band, you know, it's like people end up like people end up hating each other when they when they work together. And I just think that that's the natural um, that's the natural evolution of a friendship mm -hmm. unless you're constantly addressing it and working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to be proactive. There's an entropy is what you're saying. Yeah, you have, are, you, yeah. are you saying there's an entropy for all friendships to degrade? No, I think it works. I think it works. <laughs> I think I think marriages work the same way. I yeah. think that any relationship. People yeah. are assholes. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so some more than others. <laughs> and um, I think that people are you, you naturally sort of gravitate towards satisfying your own needs and uh, addressing your own interests and you just, and then you also, you're 35 years, we've been through a lot of changes, like person, personality-wise. Beards. Yeah, my beard has changed me as a person, mm -hmm. uh, giving me a chin, giving me a bottom half of my face, <laughs> giving me a soul. Giving <laughs> you a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, as those changes happen, you kind of have to check in yeah. with each other. Every, yeah, every yeah. relationship is work. Yep. Yeah. Every relationship is work, and people who think it's not, um, you're in for a not a great surprise. <laughs> right. <clears throat>
<clears throat> yeah, I think there's a dynamic with us that's like there's there's the friendship dynamic, but there's the there's the brother dynamic that okay, um, no matter what happens, we're we're in this together. And then there's also the old married couple dynamic that yes, we are begrudgingly in this together, and we we annoy each other, and then. And you can find comedy in all that, which is kind of a fun byproduct of the whole thing. And I think it, you know, everything about our on-camera chemistry, I think, is it's 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 a fascinating psychology of how it 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 works. We work on those levels. Mm -hmm. You know, we make fun of each other, we give each other a hard time, um, uh, but we love each other. Beautiful. We do. And we love you guys too. Oh really? You want in on this? And we thank nope, you. Not gonna happen. This is a good experience, but yeah. I just can't. I can't. It's okay. We understand. I can't afford it. To just get way too complicated. <laughs> Rhett and Link and Barbara and Mary. <laughs> I, yeah, I think much to talk about. there's nothing else we could possibly say, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you thank for you having us. It was us. a pleasure. Our premiere episode, new song, new song. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I changed my mind. Let's let's. I'm all in. The four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks for watching. Woo!